Okay, I'll be right back. Patricia, my darling Patricia, I can see all my dreams in your eyes. Your smile is as gay as a bright summer day. You're much fairer than Aaron's blue skies. Oh, Patricia, my lovely Patricia. You could make all my dreaming come true. My heart is just drooling, Patricia, no fooling. I'm falling in love with you. Oh, Patricia, my darling, Patricia, I can see all my dreams in your eyes. Your smile is as gay as a bright summer day. You're much fairer than Aaron's blue sky. Oh, Patricia, my lovely Patricia, you could make all my dreaming come true. My heart is just drooling. Patricia, no fooling. I'm falling in love with you. Patricia, my lovely Patricia, you could make all my dreaming come true. My heart is just drooling, Patricia, no fooling. I'm falling in love. I'm falling in love. I'm falling in love. Everybody, it is Saturday night, March the 18th, year 2017. I had a visual image while Perry was singing of the waltz. You did. Of, of Patricia doing a waltz on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia has to learn to walk first. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, gee. Really? Oh, hmm. yeah. It had a nice walk beat to it. I thought, see, there, Patricia doing her waltz, you know. Yeah. I didn't do a mean polka. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So, that's a great question for you, my dear. What? You know, in school. Say like, what? In school. In the yeah. dark age when we were all in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get carried away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Occasionally, they would have us do dance classes. Which I did. Well, I had to learn how to square dance. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, that's fun. Oh, yeah. So Maybe. So was it fun for you? Yeah, it was fun. It so, was fun. So it was it, not your favorite. It was fun. Okay. So, I believe you now. Okay. <laughs> so, so did you ever do the two-step 
in dance class in school? No, we didn't have dance in school. We did have father-daughter dances. My dad was a good dancer. Ah. Yeah, and he carried me. <laughs> <laughs> we came in second. <laughs> Shook my head and I said, you are good. <laughs> Oh my goodness! He he was he was doing a, uh, I mean a mean waltz, uh-huh. and uh-huh. that's what, that's what the final music was. They it, it was an elimination contest, okay. you know. So they'd stop the music and toss out one or two, mm-hmm. and then start more music and toss out some more <laughs> <laughs> out of the competition. And there were two of us left, so Aww. that person got first and we got second. That's very nice. That's a nice memory to have. It is. Yeah. It is. And we really had fun. Um, it, it was one of the few times that my dad and I had um, social, you know, mm-hmm. social things together. Right. It, it just worked out that way, and this was one of them, and it was really fun. I, so know, there. I know the other social thing you two would do together. What? You guys played chess together. <gasps> my goodness, yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. I snook at him one night. <laughs> How did he do that? How did he do that? Well, <laughs> we had our opening moves, uh-huh. and he was talented enough to think six or seven moves ahead. Okay. And he spent so much time thinking ahead that he forgot to think at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he made his move, and he's all happy because he's got six more in his head. Uh-huh. And I looked, and I said, this can't be. Well, let me see. (laughs) Back and forth, back and forth. Uh So I moved my piece and said, I think that's checkmate. (laughs) He said, that, no. (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) no. And he looked, and he started moving his pieces around. He said, it's checkmate. So... And that didn't happen very often, <laughs> but it was it was simply because he was paying attention to the to the future instead oh, yeah. of the present. Oh yeah. But uh, and you gotta do that, you know. You do. Uh-huh. When, when I play chess, I'm I'm very aggressive. So I like to do. You remember the the, the, the maneuver that you can checkmate somebody in three moves. And so I don't remember the cost. That must have been. <laughs> <laughs> that I locked into, I I can't remember. So whatever I did, it was good. Ah. Or whatever he did, it was bad. I think you have the combination of the two before you can do something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hi, yeah. everybody. It's a Saturday night. This is Patricia's dance night of the week, you know. If you like uh, <laughs> throw, out her, throw out her dance cards, she might look at, look it over and pick, it, pick out which one. That's a, that's uh, a throwback to the old days of, it, of a dance card. I don't know if that custom was still part of the 50s and 60s, but it seems like you listen to the old radio shows. It was a big thing before 1920 where people had dance cards and things like that. Uh-huh. Gone with the Wind and yes, so many of the hard, when I say hard, that's a silly word, the true Southern traditions. Yes. And... Those movies just carried us right through there, but yes. And many of the old books that I read have dance cards in there. And some of the girls threw out all the other boys <laughs> and said, Okay, I'll have you as number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
Would you think she was interested in the young man? Wait a minute. We're not having a um, weekday conversation. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. I am so messed up with this clock change. You oh, my God. You want to tell the family your, your journey of the week? I mean, this after all, this is the week week after the big event of the time shift. So how was your, yeah. your week? You want me to tell you what I did on Tuesday, right? Yes. <laughs> Poor Walton. He calls, and I don't know what he said, but he said something about tomorrow. And I thought, what am I supposed to do tomorrow? <laughs> I asked him, what are we doing tomorrow? And he said, we've got the show. <laughs> it's so innocent. I thought it was going to be Wednesday the next day. That we were talking on Tuesday. Yes. And in fact, we were talking on Friday. Friday. So you were just three Indeed. days. You were just three days behind. That's all. <sighs> yeah, but I never got them. The extra ones, nobody sent them. Well, maybe you'll get them next week. You'll feel. You'll um, feel like I a ten-day like, week. I feel like such a doofus when I do <laughs> stuff like that. At least I keep people entertained. You do. I think. It's part of your. It's part of your comedic routine. Yeah, and stuff like that there. Very well, right. I was sick this week. Maybe you could you could let me have that one? Absolutely. A lot of people were sick this week. I was uh uh my mom got my mom got this bug, Larry got this bug tonight. There's everybody got this sick bug. So far Lord willing I haven't been blessed with it. But it's been a very sickly week for the for the family unit here. We you know, my dad had a hundred and four temperature, my mom's now sick, Larry's sick tonight and Patricia been sick this week, so all radio family are sick. So if you want to say, oh, you can email Patricia at floridawriter at hotmail dot com and however, wouldn't that be great? However, yeah. However, you spell oh, she'll figure it out. And and what show played last night, please? Of uh, the awful shows, I don't. Yeah. I never got to that. So Larry's going to have to. Oh what, no, no, I. no no yes I did. It was a really good sounding copy of Dangerous Dr. Danfield. Um, <laughs> you know, it wasn't his worst, but it's interesting that Frank loved it and John Dunning thought it was a, <laughs> a bomb. <laughs> it's just, it is so unusual for that to happen. Well, no, it isn't. He loved Dr. IQ, too, didn't he? Oh, uh, well, in, uh, it paid to be ignorant. That was one of Frank's all-time favorite Oh, that's shows. the one. Yeah. Uh, oh, Please, not Dr. IQ. That was good. That was um, good. Yes, it pays to be ignorant. Yes. Frank Light. He liked I don't and, and he also, he's also a big fan of Mr. King. Because what well, he, it's okay. It's hokey, but it's okay. Well, what, what thing always got me, he, he was in, he was in high, when he was in high school, the high school had a record player that actually made recordings. So after school, he would use the school equipment to make copies of Mr. King. <laughs> Good old Frank. <laughs> Would you believe it? Oh my goodness! So, so, so um, the, L- LA, the LA high school system has supplied some old-time radio to the hobby. Thanks to Frank for playing with your equipment. So, so there. He'll have the bill in the morning. <laughs> that's that's funny. I really like that. That's a funny. So yes. Um, I have to go back and check and see what John Dunning said about it pays to be ignorant. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember what he said? Nope. It would be fun to look at the book and have him. Have I him, will do that. Hang, hang up for at the half, about half an hour, and I'll do all of my research and get everything finished. I'm only kidding. That's okay. Now, family, we, we need to go. <laughs> we, we need to go. Well, if you think she's kidding, you you, <laughs> you can talk to her and find out. You know, she'll know. She'll know in a half hour. Yeah. Whatever answer she gives you will be just a half hour delay, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, when Fred calls in and starts talking about basketball, I'll do a little homework okay, here. Okay, okay. You're, you're not going to be fully engrossed in that side of the conversation, huh? Well, I don't think so. Gee. I don't it, think me, so. You, Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you, t are you admitting to the family that you do tune out sometime? Um, that might be too mild an expression. <laughs> we just never know, do we? Thank goodness there are two of us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. He, poor Fred would be all by himself. Okay, I, I've been caught by Patricia a few times over here sneaking out of the room while she's having a conversation, and I don't know how she knows when I'm out of the room. She knows. I do. You know. I do. And it only takes one all in, and when there is no answer, <laughs> I know where you are. <laughs> one of two places. <laughs> you know, that was so funny. I think you do that by instinct. You get the you get the feeling in your bones, and that's when you call Walden just to double check on me, and then that's when you uh -huh. you, ca you catch me. That is correct. Uh huh. It's that female intuition, I guess, what they call it, huh? I don't know what it is, but it works. I have one of those whatevers, and it works. Oh yes. Oh yes. So, what do you have to announce? A couple of things. We have three things I want to go over with the family. Uh huh. Later tonight. We're going to feature Patricia's interview with Paul Carnegie, one of the last sound effects men of radio. Um, it's about 45 minutes long, so that will be heard in the latter portion of the show. And in five weeks from today, mm -hmm. it's a sad day for Yesterday USA. Oh. Well, I, I know. Because Patricia has the night off. Okay, we'll be up in Seattle broadcasting live. 21, 22, 23. John, Larry, and I will be making the trip. And I, for the last three nights, I've been working till 4 a.m. on all the reps, uh, scheduling, blocking, rehearsing, and I already got John, Larry, and four. Rehearsing? Oh, I, 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 I did all the rehearsing schedules and and all that kind of stuff. So I already put John, Larry, in four shows and maybe five. So I'm gonna keep wow. them. I'm gonna keep them busy. And okay, uh, you know. I guess you'd like to keep them busy. Anyway, so that's so that will be Saturday night, April twenty second will be broadcasting live from Seattle. So Patricia has Saturday night off. Now I understand through the great lines. Um yeah. in, in negotiations. Yeah. Patricia is considering doing a morning appearance on Dave's show. Oh no, that's confirmed because <laughs> you gave me away for the day. I never go back on promises, even if other people <laughs> make them. Otherwise, I punch him in the nose. <laughs> so that's Saturday morning, April 22nd. So we know Patricia will pull an all-nighter the night before to do that appearance for three hours and then go to bed. Gee, I don't know. The last time 
we had together, it was 10 o'clock. Yeah. I didn't ask him when I was going to be assaulted. Well, I guess you're gonna uh, find. I guess you're gonna find out in the five weeks. I guess. Yeah. So anyway, if I'm not here, it's because Walden gave me away. He did. You know. You know. He said Patricia know, can be with you. Hmm. Yes. Did you learn that strategy from your mother, the guilt complex <laughs> syndrome? Oh no. <laughs> You know how to do it all by yourself, huh? Give, give somebody who you who loves you dearly the guilt complex that I gave you away. Well, you did. <laughs> you said, "Well, Patricia will be off, but you can have her." Well, <laughs> and it's true. It's okay. I won't pick on you anymore. No, I think it's fine. There's a, there's a running. G- this might be as good as Tushy Roll. We'll find. We can see if we can strike it out. <laughs> Okay. Well, Walden said Dave could have me, and well, I would like to know if anyone feels that's not quite oh, the best route. Well, I mean, Dave, at the end of the show, Dave was hacking, well, you know, that time when you have off, and that's why I said, I can tell you the night, the night, the next night, but ever since that, Patricia haven't forgiven me. I'm, I'm going to learn my lesson the next time. No, it's not a matter of having forgiven it's a matter of having not forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to have to approach this uh, at a different strategy. I'm just going to have to let Patricia make her own decision on her own time schedule. I guess that's the moral of the story. No, it's okay. Because he would have asked anyway. And I would have said yes. <laughs> anyway. I will I will be with Dave Kane, who is our friend in Rhode Island. That's he was right. with us last week and spoke for a while. We chatted back and forth on the show. And he has been so good. He's invited me several times to join him on his show, and I am very pleased that he does that. That means I haven't goofed up yet, but I'm working on it. Well, you're working on it. And I want to announce to the show. <laughs> and, yes. I want to announce to the Saturday Night family that I am really looking forward to this Tuesday, March 21st. Uh, Patricia and I, maybe Larry, it depends on the schedule, but mostly going to be Patricia and I, are going to have the great honor to talking to Jimmy Stewart's daughter, Kelly. And I'm really looking forward to that. She was a nice person to talk to yesterday, and... That would be very nice to talk about with Dad. And we'll be using that for Jimmy Stewart's special in the month of May. So, because she is one busy lady when we saw her schedule. So, that's why we're going to do it now, rather than take the chance, trying to figure out all her traveling and stuff like that now. So. My head was a little dizzy going through this schedule. You know, I'll be I here know. in Europe on this, <laughs> and this is, you know, and I don't know where she was. She wound up somewhere in what, November. <laughs> but she said, finished with saying, I'm available all during March. Yeah. And I said, Walden, Walden, get her, get her, get her. <laughs> so, good old Walden, he got her for us. So, she just wants some of her topics ahead of time. So, family... I think you did a dynamite job on those questions. I don't know if I could add anything. Well, go ahead. And maybe, families, if you want to 
submit some ideas to send them to Patricia at FloridaWriter at Hotmail.com. We're going to try the next day or so, send them to, to Kelly ahead of time. I'd like to have it look at by Monday morning or so. That way he has over a day to... He said, there's so much I can talk about my dad. I just, you know, he said, it would just help me figure out what we can go through the first time. And I said, we would love to have you back multiple times. And he said, I have so much stuff to say. So this is going to be a, a wonderful special occasion. It sure is. Yeah. And now what day is that? This Tuesday. Not, not the date, but the day. Tuesday. Oh, March. I was hoping you'd say Wednesday. <laughs> and, and give me a break on the stupid I did this week. Tuesday. Tomorrow. What are we going to do tomorrow? <laughs> that it's the show. No. It's, <laughs> okay. It's Tuesday, March oh, 21 mm-hmm. at, at 5 o'clock Eastern when you and I will talk to it ahead of time. That is very excellent. So, so very excellent. Well, 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 I'm assuming you'll have some ideas for some question for me in the next 24 hours or so or sure okay sure okay i'll put that in my half hour that you're going to give me i'm only kidding i'll give it to you anytime I'll, I'll no i'll give it to you oh really oh yeah oh see now i'm feeling better tonight you were so tired yesterday you want to tell the family what you were doing when i called you what was i doing you you had your hand you were sweeping your you in your hands what but yesterday when I called you. Oh my gosh, I've been doing that for weeks. Yeah. You know, I just prop my my chin on my hands while I'm reading something on the computer and I do not get past a couple of sentences and I'm asleep. I just fall asleep sitting up with my hands under my chin. I have been doing that regularly. Oh, that's good. That tells you that you're catching up to all the sleep that you missed when you were a kid. Okay. <laughs> You're always so good to me. <laughs> I oh, definitely well. look at the I, I definitely look at the the cup half full. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. You have a topic That's or a true. theme or something you want to tell the family before we open up the fa- phone lines for the family. Yeah, I was I was thinking about St. Patrick's Day because we missed it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But under the circumstances. <laughs> Why don't we just go with, should Patricia be offended that I got given away? Okay. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good question. Put Walden in the, in the doghouse. If you'd like to see Walden in the doghouse, you can call Walden at 714-545-2071. Give him the raspberry for giving away Patricia. <laughs> Let him know. It's just for one day. 714 714- so. I think they have to be lenient. Five four five two zero seven one. If you really love Patricia, you will call seven one four five four five two zero seven one and get Walden the raspberry for giving Patricia away for. Oh, do you know what the raspberries are? Well, it depends on what version of the raspberry. There's maybe an (laughs) East Coast version and a West Coast version. Uh, gee, I thought raspberries were raspberries. Okay, know. give me the two versions. That's the one I know. Yeah, that's the one I know. Well, so. that's it. We've got East Coast, West Coast connection yeah, here. I, I guess so. I guess yeah. so. So, Do we need to talk to our family? Uh-huh. The family, you are welcome to call. 
someone we are here five, four, unless, five? unless you don't want us and you're all sick in bed bless your heart two, two, oh, seven, one. if you're sick in bed I, Patricia, I, Patricia will join you as soon as possible so get the plan <laughs> <laughs> could you rephrase that <laughs> just a little bit if you're sick in bed Patricia will decide to go to her bed and be sick in bed too so it's up to you if you want her awake bright eye and bushy tail or, you know, whatever you want yeah. her to be. Well, if um, we rephrase that, it might work. What's, a better way, are, what's a better way of saying it? If you are in bed and sick, uh-huh. Patricia will be in bed and sick as in Florida. Or something like that. Something to differentiate what you're <laughs> promising. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Hello there, you are with Patricia. Well, apparently the phone is working. That's true, Dan. The phone yeah. is working. The, yes. The sun is up. The stars are in the skies. Uh, the clouds are Did you think blue. it was not working? Um, well, I Someone had, was calling, so I thought, I, well, I, I'll try I, the phone and see if it's I, working. I, you know yeah. what? I'm the one that reports the station being out of order and the phone's not working and... Sending smoke signals and you emails. Yeah, and you, you are the man. And then, and then huh? we the know man. we know you're listening instead of working. That's, That's not right. True. That's right. You know, I'm I'm glad the I'm glad the library's in good hands with you, Dan, because you work there 24 hours a day. I don't know how you have time to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> we we had this conversation at work earlier today. You know, people. I think some people just assume that the library lives at the library. And do they? Well, it depends on how much well. you make. <laughs> but, you, you know, I mean, if, if, if that's really the case, then there's no sense in paying mortgage on your house, right, Dan? I mean, what, you're not there enough to make it worth make, make it worthwhile. That's right. Yeah. I'll just sleep under the circulation desk. Hey, that's a great idea. They should have a sleeper room at all libraries. So when people are tired of reading books, they can go right down for an hour or two. Yes, that's right. It happens. <laughs> Have you ever caught any student at late at night just sweeping away at their desk? At the old oh, room? yes. Oh, yes. You know, and we get pizza deliveries and Jimmy John's deliveries, and, you know, they they hang out there. I, I feel like holding up a sign, you know, please feed the librarian. <laughs> Or do not feed the lions. So, so ha- have have there ever been a student that offered you a slice? Oh, there's been a time or two. Okay. Uh, we we got uh, Shamrock uh, sugar cookies this week. And who delivered those to you guys? You know, I asked several people, and and they never really said that. One of the student workers said, "No, nah, some fellow came by with this bag of cookies." Happy uh, St. Patrick's Day and went on his merry way. So, wow. You know, when I worked at the public library, we uh, we used to have a lot of food dropped off. You know, one of our friends would make uh, um, fruitcake, and her secret ingredient was rum. Wow. I yeah. mean, you could smell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. 
So what's up in Indiana tonight? Well, not a whole lot. It's uh, warming up just a little bit. We've been cold. We've been hot. We've been warm. We've been all over the map. You know, like uh, a couple weeks ago, we got up to 79 degrees here. Was that a record setter or a record matcher? That was a record setting 79 degrees. We had uh, tied 78 three times in the past in 1883, 1888, and I believe 1932. And this is a first all-time record? Yes, correct. Well, sort of. Yes, and everything, or well, quite a few items bloomed out and started the pollen season, too. Hmm. I yeah. hear, I hear, according to John Gaffman, we're supposed to get rain here Tuesday and Wednesday, so I want to send that to Again. you guys. Send that to you guys as snow in, the, in the about three days later. Uh, I would not be surprised. <laughs> oh. I, I have a feeling we might happen. have a late March or early April snow. Mm. Well, up, you know, they had a huge snow up in, like, upper New York. Upper, oh my uh, goodness! The upper New yes. England states. Yes. You know, oh, thirty-nine inches on first swipe the other day. You know, tomorrow is the is the day when the swallows return to Capistrano, so that must mean Tuesday, supposed to be the first day of spring. So then, <laughs> it's it's true. It's supposed to be. <laughs> are you uh, a, are you a doubting Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh huh. I think so. I'm just not going to fuss with Mother Nature anymore. I have tried to appease her. Mm-hmm. I have tried to be nice to her. Mm-hmm. I have tried to ask her why she's so angry, mm-hmm. and nothing happens. So there, she can do without me. But mm-hmm. are you just going to talk to the animals instead? Of course. Okay. From a distance. Nothing close and personal? Mm, nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Have you been keeping no. track of the giraffe that's trying to have the uh, baby? I have not heard about this. Yeah, okay. So where's it? Where it's trying to have what? Her baby? Uh huh. So where's mama? Yes. Where's mama giraffe? Giraffe located right now? Give me uh, thirty seconds. I will tell you. Okay. The beauty of Google. I. Mm-hmm. I, I have not really. Um, it that you know, and I, that would be sort of a long drop, wouldn't it? When when the baby falls out. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I'd say a couple feet at least. Oh my uh, gosh! Yes, when when an elephant has a baby, it just crashes onto the concrete. I never understood why the zookeepers or you know the preserves or uh-huh. whatever let that happen. I mean, at least pile up some hay. That poor baby, Clunk. I have the information you were requesting that uh, the giraffe is at the Animal Adventure Park at Harpersville, New York. Oh. And I do not know that. There's a a webcam up there. Harpersville is uh, spelled a little uh, differently. It's H-A-R-P-U-R-S-V-I-L-E, if that's the correct spelling according to this website. 
And so, so it's the, it's the story because we have a, a cam on her, and so we're watching Mama? Correct. Oh. How long has the Correct. poor thing been in labor? Uh, good question. I think it's been every bit of about three weeks now. Oh. She might be worn out by now. Oh, my gosh. I... I I don't know how they know when the baby is coming, but uh, oh, here it says the calf will weigh around 150 pounds and be about six feet tall at birth. So. Yes. 150 yes. pound baby? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty and good mama s- is 15 years old. That's a pretty good and size this will, kid. This will be her fourth calf. Well, she knows what she's doing, but goodness, it sounds like she needs some help. Yeah, I uh, I think that could be something to keep in mind. It makes you wonder if um, these places like zoos and things have full time veterinarians on staff, or do they, when they need somebody, they call them in and they do special examinations. Yes, if uh, someone would like to see the webcam, they can go to uh, one of the local TV stations here. It's whas11.com. And uh, they have a banner across the top, a red banner, on their homepage, uh, directing you to the uh, site. So that's whas11.com. Well, pretty soon we're going to have oh, this poor baby. Pretty soon we'll have Patricia's eagle cam up and rolling again. I assume she'll be giving us eagle updates here in the next month or so. Well, surrounded with all, she'll be surrounded with all of her bird books. That's true. It looks like from not, from Fox News seven hours ago, mm-hmm. there was a calf. April, the hmm. pregnant giraffe's calf doing cartwheels, whatever that means. But anyway, her baby is born. I mean, that's what it says, doing cartwheels. How does a, how does a little giraffe do cartwheels? They probably have video of it. Good question. <laughs> I'm looking at the site. I do not see Mama Giraffe, but I don't see any baby. Well, let me see what popped up here. I'll have to turn off the sound so we do not. Um, April, the pregnant giraffe. Sounds like a kid's story. Well, let's see here. Okay, well, you you don't have to wait with bated breath. I'm just looking for a video here. <laughs> well, Dan, what's the, uh, next, what's the next historical event you got to get working on? You got to work on any display cases? Anything you got to do the next month or so? Or is that are you in sort of a quiet period of that part of your career? Uh, kind of a quiet period right now. Uh, <clears throat> we are, uh, I've got a few events I'm working on, but uh, nothing too uh, nothing too big at this point. It's a little grant writing, and uh, of course we're gearing up for our uh, July uh, reenactment this year. How many pages are the grants? Uh, Patricia told me in the old days when she used to do a little bit, quite a minimum of like 50 pages, I think she said. What does documents they're, now? They're, they're a little more streamlined, and of course uh, now uh, most grants are all uh, online. You have to mm-hmm. basically yeah. type an answer on, you know, a 
uniform, and uh, mm-hmm. usually they want you to be a pretty uh, um, concise with your answer. Go ahead, my dear. You were saying when you did a little grant writing, what was it was different though when you were doing it, right? Yeah, well, it probably was very different. I I did. Um, I don't think anything I did was more than 25 pages, but they had specific instructions. They had specific requirements. That everything was to the letter, and if you did not get the letter right, then it came back. So exactly. it was really important. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really yeah. important to keep it in line. But none of mine ever came back. That made me very happy. So, so Dan, how do you, how do you turn the probably – all the grants you write, you probably hope that you hit on a certain percentage of them, right? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, you want to kind of keep, you know, your financial records in order and, you know, be able to pull out and show them what you've done. Um, you know, and then, oh, and then they also want to make sure that you've been audited, you know, independently audited. And, yeah, they, they have certain requirements that, uh, but every in fact, uh, Every grant you you worked on, you maybe you hit out one out of every five, one out of every ten, or you really don't keep track of a certain batting average. Yes, yes. I, you know, I, if you get fifty percent, I'm happy with fifty percent. Uh-huh. You, know, um, you know, you always hope for more, and sometimes you get a few more. It, uh, it just depends on the. Uh, uh, a lot of times it just depends on how much time you have to devote to the grant writing, of course, when you're mm-hmm. busy with so many other things. Yeah. yeah. So, Sometimes you have to get I the like, whole program in 150 words or less, you know. <laughs> yes, that's the key now yeah, with, the, with online grant uh, forms. You know, you, they, they want you, I mean, they have specific instructions, you know, no more than 150 words in this section, no more than 25 here, and, Mm-hmm. And, then you have to and they mean it. You turn in 27 and you're toast. So they count them. Are, are most of the grants sponsored by the state or sponsored by the Fed or private? or where, uh, How do you determine what grants to apply for? Some are through historical, uh, you know, um, like through the Indiana Historical Society, and mm-hmm. you know, some are through uh, local foundations, and uh, some from some local companies, but, uh, you know, you, you have to, I mean, it, it gets to be quite tedious now, like when you have documents you want to submit, you have to have those scanned into a PDF, and they have to be, you know, uh, then attached to your document. Are most grants asking now for photos to be uploaded to their site, too? Uh-huh, so, yes, uh-huh. they, you know, they, they will either want what you've done in the past, or they will want copies of all your press releases, and you know they want their, um, you know, their anything that supports your you know, uh, supports your request for that particular grant. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like going to an employer, and he says, "Well, I can't employ you until you come with some experience." And the person says, <laughs> "How am I going to get experience if nobody hires me because I don't have experience?" But they want your experience, and I think that's fair. So, yeah. are the most of the photographs taken by professional photographers, 
Dan, or can you well, use your cell, your, you know, your camera, or your, t your cell phone camera, or how good of photos do they want, per se? Well, you know, professional would be great, but yeah. you know, in this day and age, I think if you can get a, something photographed with your cam with your uh, phone, that would be a, that'd be a plus right there. Mm -hmm. So, but, uh, yeah, you know, just try, and if you don't get a grant, you can ask some organizations to critique your grant, and they'll tell you, well, you know, you were, you know, you need to beef up this part here, you need this, you know, uh, you need to improve on this, and, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're willing to give you advice. Do most, grants, do most of them allow you to apply for every year, or do, they, do you have to wait once every three years to reapply? Uh, there are some stipulations like that, but usually it's just within the, the year. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you ever have your grants critiqued that weren't successful, Patricia? No. Um, I always did them for somebody else. They were not mine. And uh -huh. nobody came back and said we need to do it again. Oh, really? Well, no, that's great. Was, that's great. Yeah, and then there were small ones. It certainly wasn't, um, you know, the endowment for the arts type thing. Um, yeah. They were relatively small, mm -hmm. so yeah. the I'm sure the regulations were less strict than what you have to deal with for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and may, you may know, I if you're going something? after a $2,000 grant, you know, a lot of times yeah. you just have to, you know, uh, outline, uh, outline what you're going to do, and you know, when you mm -hmm. get up into the grants worth, you know, $10,000 or more, that's when you know they do have more requirements. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you go take a class how to write grants or anything like that, Dan? Uh, I, I did take a few, you know, uh, workshops uh -huh. in the past. and uh, you know, But really the best thing is just applying and, you know, uh, learning it firsthand. I mean, some of these classes for grants, I mean, there'll be a two-day class and it'll be $600. That'd be a good size hit in the old pocketbook. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but may I rescind something? Of course, my dear. Yeah, the headline writer was stupid. Um, April has not had her calf, and what they were talking about with um, doing cartwheels is that the baby is moving very actively. Oh, that's an interesting so, headline. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently she has not actually gone into labor. She is preparing for labor, and this is one of the steps when the baby starts moving in circles and rotating. No, April looks fine. I thought it was a still photo for a while, and it actually is a cam. She just stood so still for so long. I thought, well, you know, whatever. And they've got lots of stuff spread on the floor for her. Well, so the my, baby thing, my thing is the baby starts kicking, it could probably put a good side kick inside there, probably. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I mean, she's six, she'll be 150 pounds and 6 feet tall. I imagine her kick got to be pretty good. I'd say those legs are pretty long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do believe they come out first in a, in, um, in a giraffe and many other animals. How about in cows? Isn't that a hoof first? What now? A cow. <laughs> when, when a cow gives oh, birth. Oh, a yeah. cow? A cow? Uh, For a cow you birth. Want the cow? You want the calf to come out uh, nose first. 
nose first. Wow. Oh, so feet first is a problem. Well, I mean, you know, uh, front legs first is okay. So have you ever been there for a birth of a, uh, of a farm animal, Dan? Oh, many, many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> Any stories? Anything that comes to mind? Uh, yes, but probably we Save it for a different location. And yeah, yeah, okay. for, you know, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it can get gross pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not for city dwellers. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, are you mentioning that for a specific reason, sir? He's probably telling what? the truth. Huh? Not the city folks. Did you refer to a particular person or persons? Uh, not really. Well, uh, not really. Nurse, I guess she's had some experience with the birthing babies. See, I I think not really is a weasel word. Wow. <laughs> it's either no or yes. Not really is a weasel. If that's I really a, used to call words like that weasel words. So is that is that the, is that the same thing as saying, oh, well, it's pretty good? No, that, it means I'm squirreling out of this. Don't ask me again. <laughs> okay, so we're not journey. Have you been? Have you been? Uh, help. Have you been? Um, have you been a helper in the delivery of children? Only twice. Would you believe that? Yeah, I was critical care. I wasn't maternity. So huh? you know, I, I did emergency room and ICU and medical surgical. You know, all the all the people who bled. But, um, no, I didn't. I didn't. Mm -hmm. Well. Not really. Uh, see how that, see how silly that sounds? Not really. I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we take on Dan all the time, all the time. Well, Dan, do you have a subject for us? Do you have an answer to the question? When Walden says, Dave wanted you on the show, and I said, sure. He was talking about himself, not me, and I think that's giving me away. What do you think? Well, you know, you, you, I, I look at this, you're, you're doing PR. You're doing PR for the nighttime show on, uh, on his morning show. Oh, Walden, I'm doomed. I think Dan, I think Dan did a, a, a very sophisticated two-step there, my dear. <laughs> he weaseled, but he didn't use weasel words. That is correct. I want to know what else is on the weasel word dictionary list, Patricia. What else is on the weasel word dictionary list that you have? Oh, um, when people say things like, especially uh, police officers and in that group, mm -hmm. and I used to do classes for them for a long time, and, and they'd say he was apparently dead. Well, that's not, you know, that's that's not really quite the way to put it. So apparently becomes a weasel word, because if somebody comes back and says, you know, that guy wasn't dead, he said, well, I said apparently. <laughs> so those are the weasel words. Um, and I'm not a more or doctor. yeah, more or less. Hmm. You're, I, you know, the person could say, I'm not a doctor. That's why I said apparently dead. Yeah, well, if he's not a doctor, he shouldn't have even taken that on. 
Well, but he was, I mean, he was first at the scene of an accident, and he yeah. said he was apparently dead. Well, yeah. okay. You know, those, possibly, those kinds of things. Possibly dead. Yes. Yeah, more, oh. yeah probably dead. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, and the phrase more or less, it was more or less an unusual situation. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, there are lots of weasel words out there. Well, what you'll have to do after you go on Dave's morning show is then on the on the Walton Patricia Open House extravaganza, you'll have to ask if anyone heard me on Dave's show, please call in. And you want to measure how many people call in, and that way you can then write that and use that figure as proof of your uh, the need of you going out and uh, doing PR spots. It's called I, a measurement. I think we can use that to renegotiate a contract with Bill Black. I think you can, too. Yeah. <laughs> Add another zero to our checks. <laughs> 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 zero, 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 dot, zero, zero. <laughs> oh, but it gosh. is a joy. Well, Dan, I, yeah. I just love it when you call in. You've got all sorts of information for us, and I hope you weather... Whatever gets thrown at you this week. I have one more question before he goes. Oh boy! How do you? <laughs> I, you know, you know, do you know how many times I've heard that? Yes, I know. Do you know how I many know. more? One more question. I know. Huh? I know. Patricia. The billions. Patri- Patricia and I have a, a thing called curiosity. Yes. Well, what's the old theory? Curiosity killed a cat. Now Patricia will not mm-hmm. talk to me with that. But anyway, did you do anything to celebrate St. Patrick's Day yesterday, Dan? Uh, I worked. That was your celebration. That's pretty good. And you had cookies. And, you and cookies. I had cookies. Okay. I had I had I had free uh, gift uh, shamrock cookies. Oh. Right. And they were really good. Oh right. So Did they taste like grass. Yes, and I didn't have anything uh, green on, so I went to Sears and bought a nice green sweater on discount for four dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh wow! You did get a bargain. Unless it falls apart before you finish putting it on. No, no, it, it was a good sweater. Oh, good. Yes. I, I love bargains. I love it when people tell me they have bargains. <laughs> yes. This yes. is good. But no one was going to pinch me for not That's having right. it on. That's right. No way. No way. That's right. Okay, right. go forth and do whatever you're supposed to do at this hour of the night, and I think sleep might be appropriate. It's that laundry, one or the other. I'm not sure. Oh, good grief. Can't you do both? Laundry you can do any time. <laughs> can't you do both? I mean, go put the laundry in and go to bed? I mean, that sounds like a way to do it. Uh, that could be done, but then you get your clothes all wrinkly. Okay. From the either, machine. Do, do laundry tonight or do laundry first thing in the morning. You have the, you have the laundry in the house or out in the garage? I have the laundry in the house. It's all... Stacked up there. I've already gone through the pockets to check and make sure I have nothing in the clothes. So I just have to go put them in and start the washer, and then put them in the dryer. And then once the dryer's done, yeah, it would take probably 90 minutes to do the laundry. Okay, have you I ever, vote for laundry. Have you ever ironed? Do the washing tonight. <laughs> you, do, you ever do any more I, I, ironing? Can anymore? Listen. Hmm? I can listen to the the intriguing calls that you get when I hang up. Eclectic. 
Yes, eclectic yes. and intriguing That's calls. Right. And now that we know the phone is working. That's true. Thank you, Dan, yes, for it checking is. it out. So, right. Okay, I vote for the laundry tonight and drying tomorrow. No, 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 no. you got to do it all in one swoop. You don't want wet clothes setting overnight. Okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I want you to do my laundry or not. Well, they're wet when they come out of the washer. Okay, Patricia. You put them in the dryer and the wrinkles disappear. Okay, so, Patricia? Most of them. Yes, most of them. You do laundry in separate stages over several days? Yes. Okay. So you're, you 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 like to spread it out. Well, yeah. And, and um, that, I've got that, it very. Yeah, uh, hmm? like to do it all in one swoosh. Okay. Yeah. Now, no, you were asking about ironing. I mean, I have ironed in the past, but usually if you take warm clothes out of the dryer you, and hang them up, you know, pronto, That's true. they're usually, uh, you know, you, you get <laughs> wrinkle-free clothes these days, and you know, usually Dan? you don't have to iron. Dan, go do pronto. Yes, that's right. And then report back. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I I like ironing, but, uh, you know. It's, it's one of my favorite baseball injuries of all time. Yeah. A, ba- a, a baseball player, who I think it was a pitcher, went on the disable, disable list because uh, he injured himself by ironing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Wait, did he drop the iron? No, there's a better one. He was in a hurry. Yeah. So he decided to iron the shirt that he was wearing. Oh, no. Oh, I've heard yeah. people do this before. Oh, yeah. And we trust these guys with baseball bats. <laughs> I mean, really now. So, Okay, report back in later on your progress. Yeah, see how we did after 90 minutes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll try. All right, Dan. You don't, you don't. If y'all don't put me to sleep now, you know you're guilty of that. Yeah, it's true. We have you know, I, I tell you, we are getting a bad rap here. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. Okay. Go forth and let us put you to sleep, and then do your laundry, and then call in. <laughs> you can call. You can call us while you're doing your laundry. Four hours from now. Yes. That's right. All right. Well, that's okay. what I'll do. All right. All right. Have, a, have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We do have different phases on, of the Saturday Night Group. We have the early sleepers society, who like Dan, who early wake and they sleep during the middle of the show. We have people coming in the middle of the show. We have the people who sleep during the show and wake up and hear us. So <laughs> whatever category you fit, 714-545. 2071 and Bubbles, if you're listening, I know you didn't. We didn't talk to you last week, so you know. Yeah, last <laughs> week was <laughs> last week was National Bubble Day, so call in to make up. <laughs> Hello there, you're on with Patricia. Hello. Hello. Ah. Who I is this? Hi. I heard a hang up. Seven one four. Maybe somebody trying to get a pizza order in. Seven one four. Five four five. Two oh seven one. Okay. Let's see if this will work. Hello, you're on with Patricia. Good evening. Good evening. Is that you, Chad? Yes, it is. How's everything in the great state of Nebraska? Everything is fine, and I hear it. You hear what? 
I think he disappeared. Uh-oh. We'll see if Chad comes back. Maybe he's on he's the in a tree. He's in a tree or on the mountaintop. Oh, poor Chad. Call back. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be seeing Chad in five weeks at, at reps. That's so, right. 714-545-2071. And uh, reps. I can't believe it's only five weeks and that the whole year has gone. I know. It's going to be Christmas in July before you know it. Chad, do we, Hello. Have, you, do we have you now? Yes, uh, and I hear an echo. Well, hopefully it'll go well, that's away. That's okay. Just hang in there. Hopefully it'll okay. go away. If not, I can always get I can always get your cell phone number and call you. So whatever that might if that will help you, that might work too. Um, I think it would probably be dangerous you having my cell phone number. I do have it though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Okay, Why would it be dangerous um, I'm going to hang up now and go buy another cell phone. That's true, because I do have, because when you came up the reps, I had to make sure you got picked up at the airport last year. That's true. You know? I don't want you stranded out there 20 minutes away from the hotel. Has he been a faithful cell phone number holder? I haven't talked to Chad on his cell phone, so I think I've been pretty faithful. Oh, no, I'm, I meant... Honorable would be a better word. Honorable, and he did not share your cell phone number. I did. No, I did with the I did with the person who was picking him up. Oh well, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, we want to make sure Chad gets picked up. Well, other than that, he only he only passed it on to Washington and Wisconsin. I know. I know. I, I had and, a I had um, I had a girl pick him up too, Patricia. You had a girl. I had a girl that picked him up. Was she nice? She was very nice. Pat, Pat's a very nice person. So Pat picked her up, picked him up. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did they show up at a reasonable hour? Chad didn't come in at a reasonable hour. He came in the first thing in the morning. Well, it was a reasonable hour. I think it was like eight thirty. <laughs> in the morning? Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. But not not for Patricia. The Patricia had to get up early in the morning. That's not reasonable for our Patricia. Oh, well, see? <laughs> see? I wouldn't be asking Some you. Some of us have to hold down the other end. That's true. I wouldn't ask you to pick up anybody in the morning because you would not be awake. Um, I have to be up and ready before 10 o'clock on Tuesday. Because you have a doctor appointment? Well, just as good. Okay. Isn't Tuesday the first day of spring? It's supposed to be. So she wants to be ready for spring, right? She, yes. She wants. She's waiting for the spring snowfall in Florida. What? Okay, that didn't make I'm any so sense. I'm so confused. I know. My Chad, week has been so confused. So, Chad, are you in the hills of Nebraska or in the in the tree treehouse of Nebraska? I am in the beautiful, wide open spaces and hills of Nebraska. Yes. Oh. The stars are out. The uh, um, the, the frogs in the ponds are croaking. Okay. The, the the crickets are chirping, and the uh, those two. The cows are over the moon. Um, no, the moon's not out yet. How big of a piece of property do you family have? You 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 have one of these bone estates of two acres or something? Well. 
I'm not sure exactly because some of my brothers are buying some from my parents, uh-huh. and my parents have some, so I'm not sure who has what, but uh, <laughs> a fair parcel. Okay. You guys growing anything on the property? Uh, growing anything? Uh-huh. Well, yes, grass, grass. sheep, um, cattle, <laughs> sheep, critters. Have you have you na- have you ever named the the cows? We used to have one when I was growing up that had a name, but only one. Um, since then, no, not really. So you just say "Hey, you," and that's how you guys handle it today. Well, cattle are not necessarily good at following directions, so I don't usually talk to them. You have a cattle story for us. Um. Not that I can think of right offhand. Okay. Except when they get out and you have to get them back in, and it can always be entertaining at times. Nobody's ever stomped on you, right? Uh, no. That's good. I don't think so. That's good. (laughs) Took a while. (laughs) Well, um, when I would, occasionally I milk my, the cow that my brother has is a jersey, so sometimes I milk her, and she doesn't always like to be milked, so she kind of runs around the pen a little bit, pushes you around. But you got to take, well, like you can't say you take the bull by the horns because she's not a bull, but you <laughs> got to show her who's spot. Are your hands cold? Um, yes, I've, I've uh, milked her in the wintertime, and yes, it gets a little cold. So do you and do you does do she put up more fuss when it's cold? Um, if it's particularly cold and she feels good, but if it's warm, she's more sluggish. So probably yes. So you you do you it's milk? Really surprising that that she doesn't want to be milked. Hmm. Well, I'm there not sure. There time a that. couple of hours later. <laughs> What? You you milk it the old fashioned way, or you you, you guys you do it mo- yep. by the modern technique? Yeah, he just has two cows, and so just do it by hand. It doesn't take too terrible long once you get the hang of it. Well, considering you have, well, I guess not. Considering that you have good hands to play, do play the piano. Is it good exercise for your hand, or is it? I'm not. Would be, or if it, it would be detrimental. I'm not sure. <laughs> Somebody would have to do a study on that, but I'm not going to. Maybe we can have Patricia to write a grant to the U.S. government asking, should piano players milk cows or not? <laughs> well, not I think all we're out of luck with any kind of grant um, from the government this week. <laughs> not all oh, the movements that you use for playing the piano are, are uh, used when you're milking, so I'm not sure. Well... You gotta make sure you have a thumb thumb, right, to milk a cow, and you don't generally play with your thumbs on a piano, so I guess you're right. Well, yes, you do. You do? Yeah? Haven't you ever played the piano? I've never, really, no, I never took piano. I, I played the guitar. I took you, the, every piano player uses their thumbs quite frequently. Really? I never if knew you, that. If they're there and they're close, you may as well use them, you right? Might, yeah, it makes sense to me. No, because I took you guitar. You have to press I, a lot of keys. You don't waste a thumb. I, Don't you use the thumb on guitar? To hold it. I, I, you know. I mean, to strum. Yes. No, not to strum. I, 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 always, I was a pick. I was a pick person. So 
so I would use. Well, some people ah. they use the fingers and the thumb for picking. Not true. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that's what they call fretting in banjo. Am because I correct? I never took to be on banjo. Did you ever play the banjo, Chad? No. No. What instrument now of your repertoire, Chad? How many different instruments can you play? Piano, organ. Somewhat I can play the accordion, violin, a penny whistle, and the saw. Oh, and the cello. That's seven. What's a penny whistle? It's just a little uh, metal whistle, Irish whistle. It's fairly simple. So is it a cousin of the piccolo? Well, it's a wind instrument. Okay. It's not exactly the same. The uh, the penny whistle is only a major scale, whereas the piccolo is chromatic. Did you take classical music lessons or or uh, classes when you were growing up? How did you learn so much about music? Was it always l- learn self learned? Yeah, I took piano lessons from a teacher who taught me classical, and so I picked up a lot of the terms, and you're supposed to learn a lot of them, and there's still some that I'm not very familiar with. Uh-huh. And the other instruments you learn by your, on your own, basically? Well, I took a couple years of violin lessons, but all the other instruments I learned on my own pretty much, mm. except for I think I had ten lessons on the pipe organ. Ten free easy lessons, and you got to buy a pipe Last two, last well, they weren't free. <laughs> last week, <laughs> you, you can relate to this, Chad. Um, no, but two weeks ago at the uh, our church organ, they uh, they got a donation. They bought a hundred thousand dollar organ. About how? About how can I relate to that? Well, I'll tell you how you can relate to that. About seven <laughs> years ago. He's going to tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. They were, two Sundays ago. Uh, they we had a wedding, and the, uh, while the pan- the organist were playing, smoke started to come out. So the the, the organ started to caught, I guess, inside a electrical fire. So they had to, they didn't play the rest of the day. They haven't played it in several weeks. So I guess they're looking for new What equipment. was it? Was it the blower motor? It must have been. I don't know if they know completely, which I haven't heard. But I, I'm glad he didn't decide to keep playing on a $100,000 organ and really... Burned the whole place down, you know. I mean, but you said they bought it seven years ago and it was a hundred thousand. Yeah, that seems a little on the cheap end. <laughs> how, you see how some many of the pipe organs in some of these churches, and they must be millions. Yeah, yeah. The I I spent a whole bunch of time at an organ website one time, and. The, I mean, I just couldn't stop looking at the pictures. They were incredible. But the are. number of stops governed, of course, the size of the organ, and that governed the price of the organ. So I don't know how little you would have to get to that price, but that's what they said. It really, I now, it's not, it's not necessarily the stop. They count them by ranks, which is a, a kind of pipe. A rank of pipes is... Um, 64 pipes or so, sometimes more. Mm-hmm. And some, sometimes keyboards share the same rank of pipes, and they have two or three stops for the same rank of pipes. It mm. gets complicated, okay. but 
that's how they count them. Okay, well, I have to go back and play with, play with the website again. It was really spectacular. Wow. It was interesting. I want one for my birthday. It was mm -hmm. interesting when the church got the organ. For the first month or so, it sounded like it had an electronic sound to it. And then, oh. then after a month or so, they must have done enough fine-tuning that it didn't sound like it had that electronic sound to it. You know, it sounded more like a traditional organ, how I grew up. Mm -hmm to it. So I imagine it, you can fine-tune these modern organs and ma make it sound more like a traditional sound to it, I, I guess. Yeah. Well, if it's out of tune, yeah. it might have made it sound unusual because over the centuries, there have been different ways of tuning a major scale. Mm -hmm. um, so some of the tunings they had three or four hundred years ago sound really strange to our modern ears because we're used to the tuning that we use now. Mm. You you know how to tune a, a piano and an organ, or do you have somebody else do that? I know how to tune a piano, but I'm not very good at it. What do you have to do? What what makes you what makes a good piano tuner worth a weight in gold? Uh, I don't know. I would probably say experience. Okay. Because the more you do it, the better your ear at, is at uh, tuning everything, and the quicker you could do it. You have to be patient, I guess, too, right? About it. Um, probably to at least learn it. Yes. Yeah. I tried to do it on my own piano, and it took quite a while, and I wasn't really happy with the results that I did. Uh huh. How, how often do you think a piano should be tuned? Well, they say about every five or six months, I think, or less. Ooh, Sometimes wow. they want you to do it mostly if the weather changes. Mm -hmm. So what effect would Go going from winter to spring, what would that do to a piano? It depends on how, how well you keep the temperature and humidity in the house. If it's pretty steady, it should be fairly okay, but things can happen, and big temperature drops or rises can really knock it out of tune. Hmm. Most of the nursing homes you play that, Chad, do they have their own piano, or are you bringing your own keyboard nowadays? Do, I wonder if it's getting harder and harder to find places that have their own piano you know, available. So far, all the places I've been have had their own piano. Uh -huh. Sometimes it's an old upright piano, which is somebody donated a long time ago, and it's in pretty poor condition. Sometimes it's an electronic keyboard if it's a newer facility. But I, so far, I haven't had to bring my own. So before I think that's smart. So before, so before you, so you bring your own rather than test. Just showed up and just assuming their things in tune. Well, no, I just do it on their piano. Mm -hmm. Can you play when the piano is battery in tune, or would that just drive you nuts? Well, I can do it. It drives me nuts <laughs> sometimes. Um, and I'm not sure how much the people can tell sometimes, uh -huh. but they always appreciate it. So you just fake it through. Well, you get wear earplugs. Well, I don't wear earplugs. 
But I did play on one piano once that had not been played for a long time, mm -hmm. and, and it was in poor condition, and I didn't have a chance to go ahead a time and uh, test it. Mm -hmm. And I found out it was pretty out of tune in spots, and some of the keys didn't work in spots, so I tried <laughs> to avoid them if I could, uh -huh. which was kind of interesting. <laughs> and I had a thought to weigh in on Patricia's question. Perfect. Oh, I wasn't going to let you go without asking it. Perfect, yes. Chad. Go ahead. Okay. Would you ask the question again? We do, Patricia. What is your opinion of Walden's great giveaway, <laughs> me? Well, that wasn't the way you asked it at the beginning of the show. Mm, are you in favor of Walden's action because he knew that Dave would ask me? Or are you not in favor because nobody asked me? Well, that's not the question you asked earlier. <laughs> what did I ask earlier, Walden? I was in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my best work is in the kitchen. <laughs> if Walden in the if Walden in the doghouse with the family. That was a little close yeah, he, to what it was. It was how do you? It was something yeah. to do. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Go ahead, Chad. How do you remember? I don't remember it now. <laughs> I think how she phrased it. Well, well, see, I was invited. Well, no, let me say that differently. Dave Kane, who is our friend up in Rhode Island, and we do a show with him occasionally, um, had said to Walden, well, I'll take her when she's not here or when you're not here. And I thought, okay, <laughs> he's going to take me. And Walden said, oh, I'll tell you which day you can have her. And they did it all before they asked me. And she was there listening to us, wasn't she? And she okay. Didn't, she didn't say, I remember I the question sitting now. there and, and saying, I am chattel. <laughs> <laughs> I am being sold to the highest bidder. Okay, what? What do you think? I remember what you asked earlier. Okay. You said, how should I feel about Walden giving me away? There you go. Oh, there yeah. There you go. So yeah, my answer to that question. Yes. And my yeah. answer is, yes. the fact that you're even asking that kind of gives out the answer. Mm. Say what? The fact that, that you're again, asking please? how you should feel kind of says how you feel. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> Walden, help me. So, you, you think she put out with me, Chad? Is that what you're saying? Say that again? You think she put out with me? Am I in the Patricia doghouse? Maybe a smidgen. Okay. But I think she's more having fun. Oh, I think you're right, too. But I think, I think she loves... She loved to play. Yeah. She loved to play the, the female card that I'm not going to forgive you until I'm ready to forgive you kind of thing, you know. So yeah, until the chocolates come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just kind of a smidgen that it might have been a smidgen out of step, huh? Yes. That's yeah. what it, Now, is saying a smidgen, is that another one of those weasel words? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, no. No, no. I'm, I'm really serious. No, a smidgen is not a weasel word. Smidgen means a little bit. 
I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be. You're not gonna come out of this one, Walden. No, I, I'm in definitely <laughs> in the doghouse. I'm I. Oh, I don't think so. I'm gonna have to really pony up for birthdays this year. Let's see here. Instead <laughs> of instead uh, of one bar of chocolate-free sugar-free sugar whatever, I'm gonna have to come up with two or something this year. I have to really step it up. Wow. Maybe you could get some caramel Tootsie Rolls. That's good. I there are can, none. I wonder if I can find some sugar-free caramel Tootsie Rolls. There are none. They don't make them. Well, find some chocolate Tootsie Rolls then. Yeah, yeah sugar-free. They don't, I don't think they make sugar-free anything. I don't remember seeing it on the site, but I will have it. I'll have to try to contact them again. I did one time. I really did. I believe you. And they didn't reply, which I thought was kind of not nice. So, Chad, I'm going to see you in five weeks. So, are you flying in on Friday or the day before? Any idea how I should prepare your, your schedule? Um, it'll be the same schedule as last year. Okay. So, I'll be flying in that early Friday morning. Okay, so I won't put you in an early morning show. You want me to keep your Friday schedule somewhat light? Because um, I know by Friday afternoon you were tired. I was? You were tired by Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah, I think because I, I was awake the whole day yeah. and then I drove during the night and yeah. left early in the morning. Are you going to do it the same way again? Are you going? Are you flying out of Kansas City or something like yes, that? Yes, I will, yeah. Okay. Um. As long as you don't have anything in the morning, I think uh, I, I, I should be fine. I will. I will make sure you have. I will make sure you have your morning free then. Okay. You know. Now, do you have a list of all the shows you want me to play for I, yet? I, or I, 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 I will. I will tomorrow. But I've okay. already sent you. We're gonna do the radio version of Dennis the Menace TV show. Yeah. And I sent that to you. I think today. Yes. So that definitely I would like you to play. Um, okay. let me look at the schedule at night. Um, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. I, I think we're going to have you play the adaptation of the film Mighty Joe Young, the one that Terry Moore starred in. We're going to, Hager is finishing up a edit job. We're converting the film into an audio drama, so we're going to have you um, we'll drop box you the audio tracks of the film Mighty Joe Young, the, okay. the edited audio version. So that would be another project. So then you're not doing it in a Lux Radio Theater format. Because it was never done. It was never done on radio. So I have a clean slate. Yeah, yeah. So oh, good. yeah. So this is, those are easy. Okay. So I, you know, I don't know if you want to have Brian send you the video to watch it, or just send you how he's editing the audio track. Yeah. Audio's fine. Okay. So that's, that's definitely another one. Um, let's see. There's no, we're going to do an, a lights out, so there's no music with that. Uh, I don't know if Greg's going to do any music with his, um, my friend Irma or Mr. Brandy's built his dream house. I think he'll use you if he's got any music for that. So those are, those are what I think that you'll do. I'll have Randy and Chris do uh, Little Woman and some of the other stuff during the day. And what we're doing this year, Saturday night, they're bringing a 
many musicians are going to try to create an orchestra this year for the Saturday night program. So that's going to be interesting. Be yeah, that will be interesting to see how they pull that off. Um, so so I'll, I'll break it up with you and Randy to decide who's doing what. But I would say count on the Mighty Joe Young will be another thing you'll do on Friday. So you'll do... So, and Dennis will be Saturday, so you'll probably have one or two more else to do. Okay. I will keep you posted over the next day or so. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, anything else before you go back inside? Don't freeze? Happy St. Patrick's Day. You too! And, uh, Miss Patricia, make sure you get enough rest tonight. She better. You'll need it. Yes, you will. Especially if you uh, spend the night with Walden like this. <laughs> All the trouble he gets you into. Oh, well, let me know if you, if you want the free sweeping room or not, Chad. Yeah, just give me an email if you want, if you want, if you want, if you want to do that. Okay. So, you just let me know. Okay, see you later. All right, bye, Chad. Okay, bye. Bye. 714-545-2080. It's our number. Patricia, are you awake? Are we really here? Yeah, we are. Honest? We are. I was working on Chad's music schedule for reps. I know. I was listening. I know. I couldn't answer you. You were on mute? You know why? You were on mute? I was on mute and didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then this has been a weird week. <laughs> really weird week. Oh. oh, well. I keep everybody happy. You do. We have a magician show, and I can't remember the the first name. Um, it's the magician. Mm-hmm. It begins with an M. Do you Mort- remember? Mortimer the. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, and it wasn't Mandrake the magician. It is, and his son. Oh, Harry. Oh, Harry. Black the. Uh, bo- Black Blackstone. Blackstone. Uh huh. Harry Blackstone. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, we've got a magician there. And he did some pretty good stuff. He do. I always thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that the 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 mash show were it was like a fifteen minute serial and that in every fifteen that every every broadcast the they gave you how to do a magic trick on the end of every radio yes. broadcast. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and he solved a mystery. And then he did his magic, and uh, it included, you're right, he gave away a secret every week. And his son became a magician. Blackstone, yep. Uh Uh-huh. Blackstone Jr. I don't know if he was a junior, but indeed, he took over when his father retired. When we first moved into this house, this was my grandmother's house that we live in now. We moved in Mm -hmm. in 1982. So I remember the very first night we moved over here, Harry Blackstone, the son, was on Larry King's radio show, and I listened to that uh, in this room. Ah, uh, uh, so. how great. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Are we? Is anybody out there healthy enough to call? <laughs> if not, we do have a uh, – Larry last night gave me – some, we played a lot of St. Patrick's shows, but one that we didn't get to last night, we could play today, is the Faber McGee and Molly St. Patrick's Day show from 1948. So, Ooh. so we could play. Do I remember? 
I don't know. What, what was the plot on that? I don't know. 1948. So, so... They were really in their sophisticated time there. Uh-huh. So yeah. we, do, we do have that one available to us if we want to play a magic show. I mean, a St. Patrick's Day show from Bubba McGee and Molly. Saved by the oh. bell. All right. <laughs> or something, yeah. <laughs> Hello there, you are with Patricia. Did I hear you say Fibber McGee and Molly and St. Patrick? I know. What a parlay. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't wait. Of course, we all, we, we all know wait. that Fibber and Molly weren't really Irish, were, were they? They were something else. Uh, no, you're, you're, really your mic's a little loud in my earphones. Okay, well, you know. I'll, I'll, you. No, I'm trying to understand what you said. Would you, you know, I was, say, I was teasing we know that Fibber McGee and Molly weren't really Irish. No. <laughs> No, I beg not. your pardon. No. Yeah, yeah, and the pope and the they pope weren't? isn't isn't a Catholic either. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> are you calling in to to comment on the great giveaway? Yes. Are you gonna com- Are you gonna uh, have an input on the on Patricia's question of the night? I, I just tuned in. I just got in. All right. So you you I, need to answer Patricia, the question. You need to answer Patricia's question tonight. She's surveying the family. I'm in the doghouse. So go ahead, Patricia. Oh, no, you're not. Not yet. We're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Walden said, uh, or you said one time, that when you're away, Patricia can come out and play, and otherwise she gets, what do I get? The withdrawals. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. And... And Walden said, well, I won't be here on the 22nd of April. You can have her. You asked for me, and he gave me to you. Nobody asked me. Well, I thought it was a Lynn Lease thing. I didn't realize. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who has to find the I knew I had to give you back. Yeah, well, okay, all right. I wasn't chattel. No, no, no. I didn't get sold forever. Not at all. Not at all. No, no, no. We, We... we honor you too severely. Too, too <laughs> severely? <laughs> oh, my goodness. This has been a dreadful week for me. So, um, I'm picking on snippy questions. Oh, so, anything new and exciting, Dave? How's the weather back there? What's going on with you? Actually, it's been pretty nice. It was nice the last couple of days. It's been quite nice. It's in the 40s today. And, mm. uh, and then, of course, Monday is the first day of spring. So uh-huh. we're excited about yeah. that. So yeah, that what's going to happen? Snow. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, Listen, hey, it's New England. What do you expect? You know, people that complain about this drive me crazy. You know, they say about New England weather. Wait a minute, it'll change. Sure. Down here too. We went from eighty to sixty-one. And I know people laugh, but now that I've been in Florida for a long time. I understand why when I visited in spring times, people were walking around with coats and hats and stuff like that there. And I'm walking around in shorts. I'm thinking it's gorgeous. But now I understand. Yeah, I didn't mind you walking around in shorts. I think you should have put a top on. But <laughs> other than that, it was nice. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one, and you missed it. I heard it. I got it. <laughs> I got oh, it. well, it'll it'll fit our recent conversations. 
Now, now, last night, Walden, you guys had some trouble last night. Did you mm-hmm. get it straightened out? Yeah, what it is, um, Skype is doing forced updates. Uh, and Larry's been trying to s- keep an older version. They called me this app this evening that that's what happened because uh, Larry's been trying to keep an older version because it sounds uh-huh. better. And I think that was the glitch. So, so once Larry uh, figured gave that out in. tonight. Once he gave in. Yes. It, yeah. Microsoft. That uncle. Microsoft yeah. can do that to everybody. So, okay, mm. they did that. You're telling me that, that Skype will just automatically mess with what you've got? Yeah. They won't allow you to stay. They, they have to push you up. Yeah. It's like last, last year, I was trying to not install Windows 10, and then one day, Windows 10 pretty much showed up on my computer. Microsoft forced it on you nowadays. They are, um... Oh, yeah, I know that. And so I'm thinking They're now, I think Skype is owned, uh, Microsoft or being one of them company, uh, owning Skype, so they're, they're forcing upgrades to everybody. So that stinks. Well, them the berries, that they say. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. What's your tongue? That's not <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> Them's the berry. Wow. <laughs> Can't believe you're that mixed company. Well, you know, what my uncle Jim taught me. You know, everybody knew he was on. Uh, th- that he had that little con- little routine with a with a yardstick, and them the berries were part of the comedy mm. routine. Mm-hmm. And and the, one of the really early expressions, I have a whole list of expressions that I found some reasons for, mm-hmm. you know, to make them make some sense when they're so stupid. And I never thought of, isn't that the berries? You know, something in, I don't know, maybe flapper days mm-hmm. where they would say, that's the berries, meaning it is hot stuff. Mm-hmm. Does that come into play with what you're talking about? I think so. Well, you're the berries, Walden. Thank you, my dear. So, you're Dave, very did, welcome. did you ever play in some old vaudeville houses, or did, are there still any left from the 30s or 20s? I beg your, I beg your pardon. How the hell old do you think <laughs> I am? I was not a party to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are, there any still, are there any still left from the 20s and Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, I have performed in some very old theaters that have been renovated. And they all tell me that they believe that there are ghosts or spirits. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. You, yep. you don't believe very, it? Yep. What? You, do you believe it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, of course. Oh, good. I mean, I was getting a little panicked here. We didn't tell everybody. This is Dave in Rhode Island. I mentioned you earlier, and I mentioned it in concert with Walden's Great Giveaway. <laughs> oh, I see. That's the Great Giveaway. Okay. All right. Good. So, so have, yeah, you done any, have you done any more book signings since the time when you you have, you were sitting with the next Alder Nooks? Have you done anything since then? <laughs> have, I, have I done anything? Yeah. Have you done any, had you done any more book signing until the day oh. you called Patricia about sitting with Alder the Nooks devices? Oh yeah, no, no. I, we, I haven't done one since I was sitting next to her nook. No, I wasn't, um, and uh, I haven't done one. But I'm, I'm, I'm planning to. I'm going to demand that they seat me right next to the nook. I certainly hope so. You should take. Yeah. A, you should definitely take a picture of that and send it to Patricia. 
and none of this is going to make any sense to anybody else who hasn't heard the show. So, but, <laughs> but um, you know, it's nice every once in a while to have something we can bust about, you know, mm-hmm. and we can get on and have some fun with. Right. Oh my gosh! So, you got anything else going for the week, or you are you winding? Is it? Pretty much full speed ahead in terms of all your engagement, or is it? Uh, well, I've got yeah, we've got uh, well, we've got I've got shows coming up, but I have uh, we have a fundraiser next a week from tomorrow. We have a fundraiser for Nikki O Foundation, my son's uh, organization foundation. We have a foundation called Nikki O, mm-hmm. and what we do is we help young people who want to uh, develop their musical or or theatrical talent, and uh, we sometimes pay for lessons or uh, buy a guitar or give them get them lessons to on stage work and that kind of thing you know try to help them out so, uh, so how do you do develop their talent yeah how do you find the kids and do, is it like a recital or how how do you how no we, we just put the put the PR out and then people usually call us and you know uh, we have several social workers who are on our board other organizations, you know, with other social work organizations, mm-hmm. and they'll come to us and say, I have a client whose daughter, you know, would like to, what the hell is that? Can you hear that? Yep, I do. Yeah. You, are you I didn't do it. Are you frying bacon? Not me. Is that Homeland Security? They the no, they wouldn't need that. They would just have to tune in. Hmm. Okay. That's so, that's so. I don't know. It's not my fault. It's not. Yeah, I, I don't think it's my end. The telephone company will <laughs> come in here Wednesday. They'll get all our phone lines anyway, so it's, mm-hmm. it's probably time. Well, they're time to upgrade. Yes. With the foundation, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Patricia. With the foundation, uh, are you, do you screen the applicants? Well, we, uh, I started to say was that the social workers many times are already familiar with the kids. Uh, and uh-huh. so we, you know, we do a couple of um, wheeling and dealing things. Like, for instance, we, we got some um, guitar lessons for a young boy for a while and the, to see, you know, how he did, if he was do, liked it or stuck with it or, you know, was, was working. And, and he worked out really well, so we gave him some more and, and we got him a guitar, things like that to start with. You know, we just give them a chance to try it out. Yeah. But you are you telling me then that no one is turned down? Not if we can't help it. If we have the bucks, we, we do what we can. And there's no great um, prerequisite of any kind. You know, we just want No auditions to, or anything like that. It. You know, I mean, Nicky said to his mother one day, um, you know, Mom, he saw a guitar in a window, and he said, you know, I think I could probably play that. I think I would like playing that. And so we got him a guitar, some more guitar, and we got him some lessons. And we said to him, you gotta, you have to practice and you have to do, you know, due diligence on mm-hmm. this. And, of course, he promised he would. And then he took a total of four lessons. <laughs> and then he proceeded to write over 50 songs. <laughs> so so you don't know what, what what's going on with kids. you got to give them a chance yeah. to try it, see yeah. what happens. Where it goes. Yeah. Do you, do you sponsor I just realized how stupid my question was because they couldn't audition. They're looking to learn. But if they're, if they're, right. ki- if they're kids that already knew how to play but have need money to for, to continue p- their music lessons. Yeah, well, yeah. We sent we sent a, a kid a couple of years ago. We sent a kid to a performance camp 
where they were, we would go for the summer, and they were, you know, summer, and they went for a few weeks in the summer, and they developed their talents at this performance camp that somebody found, and so we sponsored a kid to go there. You know, it's very, mm-hmm. it's very relaxed. It's very loose. It's not a big formal thing. You know, we try to keep it low key well, and just uh, give the kids a chance. I know your other son, what is opera? His background. So, did you have? Yep. Did you or your yep. wife have a musical background? Me? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I, I don't. My my father was an Irish. Uh, he was a singer. Uh-huh. Uh, he was a performer. My dad, but right. I, I'm not. You really couldn't call me. You know, I I do some song. I do a song in misgivings. I I do a couple of things, but not. No, no, no. Uh, the um, the talented, the musical one in in this family is uh, Billy, who's the with the San Francisco Opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and uh, David does some stuff, but not. And of course, Nick. Nick was the guy. It was really he had it all. He played all. He played all kinds of instruments. He's very talented. Mm. Yeah. So you said that the opera did he start out very young? The opera back. Um, actually, he. Uh, it was really weird. He. Um, he. Yeah, he was young. He had. This is so interesting to me. Uh, he was learning disabled when he was very young, uh, and it was acerbated by a very severe car accident. He was in. Uh, and uh, for the longest time, he struggled, uh, you know, uh, academically. And then one day, he started with his dad because it's my it's my wife's son. Right. Um, he started to. His dad was a, a pastoral musician, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, directed choirs and everything. And so right. he started singing with him. And then the next thing you know, <laughs> the kids of the San Francisco Opera singing in five languages. <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> Not too bad. Okay, let's face it. I mean, uh, that's a big deal. You you gotta know the languages if you're gonna sing opera. That's just that well, you well you you learn it phonetically, but I mean, the, just to be able to do that alone, and you have to know, especially if you have a solo, you have to know what you're singing because you got to know what emotion to put into it. So there's a lot of study and a lot of training in that, which is really amazing and got a tremendous voice but that's just the beginning and then you've got to learn all this other stuff and you've got to say it the right way and it's got to be you know it's just amazing to watch to watch him perform really is all right i have a trivia question for both you two that happened today (laughs) okay (laughs) okay current events supreme okay the the Metropolitan Opera did something today which it hasn't done in 80 years. What was it? Um, paid their light bill. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's as good a guess as any. It has a strong connection to old-time radio. Yeah, 80 years. They haven't, mm-hmm. Oh, they, they went digital. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. They, they, they performed the William Tell Overture today. Oh, that was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I know it was. I, I get, <laughs> I get the full opera. So I'm sitting here saying, "What?" <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought, I thought sure that uh, the Florida writer was going to jump right. I know, in. but I get the, I get the William Tell Overture over three hours long, and that's what they did today. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my God! I and didn't realize who that he's holding known? the bow and the arrow. Yeah, that ball. who would have known that the Lone Ranger? All we know is the first two or three minutes, and we don't know the rest yep. of the three-hour piece. That's exactly right. See that? Oh, my God. 
Very well, much. Well, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that was cool, you know. Uh, piece of trivia question that, no, that at least I can say Dave did not have on his radio show this morning. That's exactly right. <laughs> Nor will I have it the next time I'm on the radio. <laughs> and so, Patricia, you are going to join us on April 22nd, right? She wants to know what time. I'm going to what to you? What time is she going to join um, us? You, she can come. She knows she can come in any time. She can come in at right at nine you, or any time she wants. Okay, you you tell me. Last time you told me ten, and one of the times you told me nine. Well, well, if I yeah, well, if I whatever you had, want, I will be there a, because Walden promised. Because of the phone thing, but but you're you're more than welcome to come. And since I don't think I have anybody guest booked in right now. Uh, I'll give you the option where you start, and then you can just stay with us for the guest, too. Not a problem. Sure. Okay. So you pick the time. Yeah. Then I'll All be right. there. Well, if I have to go, if I have to be up at 10 o'clock, why shouldn't I be up at 9? There you go. There you go. I'm a trooper. I know you are. I know you are. Yep, yep. <laughs> You, you you would not have more, Patricia do the morning shift on radio, would you, Dave? You be, you would have been a kind general manager. You would have allowed her to do overnight, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely, okay. sure. She could do anything she wanted. Okay. I can't decide what I hated more: old overnight or or morning drive. What would what would the pluses and minuses of both? Well, the trouble at night is that you your body clock is just not right, and you, the tendency to fall asleep mm-hmm. is very real, you know, at least it was for me. Okay. Although it's the first time other people get woken by sudden sounds, I used to wake <laughs> myself up by dead air. <laughs> in other words, I'd no kidding. somewhere in my head I'd go, oh, my God, I'm not hearing anything. Oh, it's because I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was, oh. And then you get back on the air and you say, did you miss me? <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. You know, oh, I know, I used to say, I used to say, you know, you really got to get a better radio. That cheap Japanese thing you've got is, <laughs> keeps cutting out. <laughs> oh, it keeps cutting out. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Okay, what was what the show bad about morning drive? Well, then, then that's the other the other end of that, is it getting up. I mean, getting awake enough to, to I mean, I, I, I'm a very, I'm now, I'm up early all the time, but when I was younger, I didn't, because I used to party at night a little bit, or, or stay, not party so much, but stay up late at night, so getting up was tough. Now I'm up very early in the morning, and it's nothing to it, but, you know, you want to sound bright-eyed, you don't want to sound like you just fell out of bed, you know. So you need a little bit of time, and you got to drive in. you got to make sure you're awake enough to drive in. And uh, so that's tough, too. But both of them, it's getting the engine started, you know, keeping it up and running. That's really the, the most important I miss part. in the morning. <clears throat> what I miss in the morning. Do you remember him? He was in New York then. I, oh, he, I, he was, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to call him, but he would get a phone number from somebody and ask who he was supposed to call. And he said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> He'd call the number, and his routine was, wake up. He would scream into the phone. And everybody on the drive thought that was the greatest thing. It would keep them awake on, on the throughways anyway. 
but yeah. that was Imus in the morning. That was his shtick. Oh yeah, yeah, Imus. I'm very familiar with Imus. Yeah, he's on his way to retirement land, I think. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, he's gotten very un 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 entertaining, in my opinion. He's kind of yeah. phoning it yeah. in now, you know. When when did Morning Drive got to be Comedy Central? In other words, why why are morning show known to pull pranks and gags like that? I mean, uh, or who was the first to sort of start that trend and it spread nationwide? Oh, there was, I don't know. There was a trend. There was zoo radio. The zoo radios for a while were doing that. And mm-hmm. These stations took on the zoo format, you know, and they'd have <laughs> three or four people on there, and uh, and, and they'd, they'd have the the anchor, you know, the main guy, and then they'd have some female assistant or vice versa, and then they'd have, a, you know, a couple of gophers. And, and uh, they just try to do this outrageous stuff to get people to listen. Um, I've never had, to, I never had to do that. It was funny. I remember people saying to me, they would be listening when I was doing talk especially, and they'd say to me, you know, I got, I pulled into the Cumberland Farms to go get a bottle of milk, and I had to sit in my car and wait to find out what happened during this call because <laughs> they didn't want to miss it, <laughs> you know. And so that's always been good. But these Zoom formats for a while did that, and then that that had its run, and then it dropped out. So I, and now they just have, I don't know what they have in the morning. They have these morning crews. They have 14 people in the studio. When I used to do it by myself. Yeah, I, I was talking to our friend Dan Murphy, who runs KIXI up in Seattle, and he was saying in today's radio market, at least up in Seattle, they will take chances on people that are interesting, and so they don't have a problem hiring 13, 14 people on a morning show, or somebody has a, a you know, a segment or part of it that's somewhat interesting. It's, 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 you know, he was saying in the old days, you start small, and then you work your way out, but that's not the case in Seattle. If they think that you got something, they'll, they'll take a shot on you right now. Yeah, they, they, and that's fine. He said, you know, you got to worry that these people are going to be able to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's really tough when you're developing something and you got to write every day. You know, the thing, a lot of real, real talk radio personalities, I mean, genuine ones that didn't have to write it, they, they were who they were. Uh, that's gone now. A lot of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, the you know, Gene much of it put on. It's all put on, and and you know, you 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 think you make an, a conscious effort to do something outrageous rather than just being yourself. There's but, not too many Barry Farbers walking around anymore, probably. No, no that's very true. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And there are a lot of people across the country who, great morning men, people just love them. Uh, we had a guy here named Salty Brian, and Salt. They have a beach now. <laughs> they named the beach after him, and uh, he was a terrific. Everybody knew him. Uh, it was when there was only a few radio stations here. You know, not like now. There's 1,400 stations mm-hmm. everywhere, uh, and he was a, he was an icon. He was an icon, and but you know you don't have you have that anymore. We have a radio hall of fame here in Rhode Island, and. It used to so when it started. It was it was it's a fundraiser. In other words, we have a dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, they they name four or five inductees, and people come and they have dinner, and then the inductees 
you know, into the into the Hall of Fame. But the trouble is, when they started it, they had names like Solty Bryan and several others you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, it was really cool, you know, right. to have it. Right. But then they ran out of icons, and now it's like, okay, whose turn is it to go in? <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'll nominate you this year, and then next year you nominate me. <laughs> you know? And and there's absolutely no criteria for it at all. Uh, and, and, and it's primarily a fundraiser, which I, which is fine with me. So do they but ask it, the honorary to buy so many tables? Is that part of the fundraising? Well, that's what they're hoping. They're hoping that, that you know, if they have this person on, mm-hmm. that he and his friends, he will get his friends to buy tickets to come and sit around the table and, you know, celebrate his induction. Mm-hmm. And so they have five or six people, I can't remember now. And, um, and they'll fill the room with everybody's relatives. <laughs> and they make money for the charity, which is great. And then everybody gets up. Somebody gets up and talks about them. And then they make a little speech, and they give them a little thing, and everybody goes home. But now they've the icons are already in. Right. And the new, I mean, they have. It's been amazing. They've now they've decided, which isn't a bad idea. They've decided to go uh, not just on air personalities. They've opened another category, which is support staff. And so last year they they got the woman who was the bookkeeper <laughs> in in, the, in the, one of the radio stations, and she had been with them for years, and everybody knew her. And so she was inducted under the support staff category, or whatever it is what they call it. So it was, it was it's getting really silly. Do you have a radio association in Rhode Island without you know all the veterans get we together? We do, we do, but I have no idea what they do. I mean, I think there is one. It's interesting because you know I'm part of the Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters, which is you know if you've been in broadcast for 20 years, you're you're eligible. And yep. they have a ballot. They they want to change the name of the organization because they're trying to attract younger people. And so what they're trying to do is get into the today podcast and modern platform they want yep. to call they want to change the name of the organization I think it sounds awful to the Hollywood Multimedia Center Association some crazy oh, name gee. you know some crazy yeah. name that uh, you would d- when it you takes you half the show to say the name you know you're in trouble and, and, and so here you're throwing away a legacy that's been around for 50 years that Ralph Edwards and Edgar Bergen and Jim Jordan were all the chambers of commerce of to something yep. like that, it just it just seems ludicrous, even though to try to attract younger people, it, it just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I think it'd be better to try to get them to get the younger people to appreciate who it is they're they're being brought in to emulate and and let them know a little bit about it rather than changing the name. Yeah, I would think so. And also, I got thinking. The radio industry out here has probably gotten so small and smaller because everything. Automation-wise, or having live on-air hosts is probably getting to be smaller. So the number that they're drawing from is probably a smaller pool than it used to be, and it just impact the these types of associations. I think. Mm. You know. Yeah, I. Yeah. It, well, listen. Well, I don't know about you all. But I mean, I'm old. I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm, being, I'm. I'm just sitting back and watching the whole world change. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing to see 
uh, listening to you guys last night and talking about your Skype, mm-hmm. and, you know, and and and, uh, and I'm visiting my granddaughter mm-hmm. in California via FaceTime. Yep. I mean, it's a different world, yep. you know. And now anybody can be. First of all, every radio station, you know, well, there used to be, oh, five thousand watt radio station. Right? That's a good, you know. Or fifty thousand already, and now every radio station has the potential to be international by being online. Well, I, I I'm sitting there reading Radio World, and think of me how many country uh, stations in Europe are stop pulling the plug on their transmitters. I'm just going to start using the internet. They're not, you know, why spend the money to have a transmitter for anymore? And well, if you can, if you can, yeah, if you can sell it nationally, you know, regionally or whatever. Yeah. And that, not, and not only that, what's going to happen? Like they have now, they have Sirius Radio, but pretty soon, um, all radio stations. I mean, you're going to have Wi-Fi in your car. Yeah. And and every radio you can have any radio station you want. If you can punch in enough numbers, you can get them up. And but then you're cannibalizing the audience. And you have to be able to show that you've got enough people, like the old days, yep. locally, you have to do it. Show you got enough people listening to be to warrant your ad dollar. I really think it's almost like going back to the 1920s, where yeah. we're trying to figure out how to generate revenue, and right. that could be it. Is everybody going to be on the car radio by 2020? Uh, how are traditional station going to be able to justify the the rate card? Well, one of the ways is going to be to sell the time. You yeah. know, you want to be a radio terrific, you know. Yeah. You you buy your own show, and you get your Uncle Fred and a couple of other people who have places, and you let them chip in, and, and you run commercials for them, and you have your own radio show. It's going to be very much entrepreneurial, a lot of it. It was interesting when I called, oh, about two years ago, WOR and some of the big stations in New York in L.A., for the, what we call everybody, info, info radio station, they're, they're asking for $4,000 an hour to buy time on yep. the big stations. Yep. I, right. I'm, I'm amazed that they're able to sell that much product <laughs> to cover the bill of $4,000 well, a week. Well, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, it depends on who it is and what they, I mean, you find somebody that has that kind of ad budget. Um, has that kind of opportunity? You can find them. I mean, you can find people to do it, mm-hmm. but but that's not the fun side of it. The fun side of it is doing it, not oh, yeah. selling it. Yeah. You know, and and then you got to justify it. I mean, four thousand dollars an hour. You know, what's the spot cost come to? <laughs> five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks a spot. Yeah. Check out. Yeah. The Super Bowl. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. What were the numbers we came up with, Walden, for Super Bowl this year? Was it $3 million? Five million. Five million yeah, for, for a 15-second ad or something? I think it was 15-second, yeah. So I guess 4000 for an hour isn't too bad after all. No, but in New York, you know, they're accustomed about, to paying big-time stuff. You know, your, your potential audience. It's all about the potential audience. and It's very easy to to get into the high ends of that stuff without realizing it. But listen, I, the world is changing, pal, and, and the, the days of uh, where you and, and I have been interested in mm-hmm. and, and Patricia has come to be part of, mm-hmm. it's all changing. Every single day it's changing. Uh, I've had so many offers to do a 
do a blog and do a, not a blog, a, a, a podcast. Right. And, and whatever else is going on. I have my own stuff online all the time. And I'm, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm been there, done that. Yeah. But it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity. I was, uh, I was reading, oh gosh, uh, he's the tech guy on Premiere. Um, he has a, a radio show. He's very good. And he, you know, he does like computer and all gadget things. And I was reading the ratings. Uh, his podcast generates income of 50000 every podcast. And I said, that's not too bad. You know, considering nobody else is hardly making anything. With the well, you've got to, you've got to, that's the other thing. You've got to know, and I don't know enough about it, but you've got to uh, know about um, rep, ad reps. You've yep. got to have a, a national ad rep yep. to be able to help you sell it. Yeah. And that's, that's how it's done. Yeah. Like the in the old time, in the old days, oh, I hate saying that, but in the old days, uh, everybody had national reps, national sales reps. Mm-hmm. And you would get a buy from Tetley Tea and, you know, I don't know, um, you know, Coca-Cola or whatever. And they would all come in on a national rep, you know, and you get a number of those. The same thing now, you're going to have to have a rep who will sell your show for you. They're all in, it's a whole other business, a whole other world. And uh, you, you'll get in, you'll be one of the stations they're still calling them stations or outlets, whatever right. they're going to call them, right. that will get a percentage of the buy that will help them to cover what they think is the entire country or the entire world. I, 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 was kind of, I was looking at one of these syndication companies. They wanted the programmer, everybody, to charge about 4500 a, a month until they could get you on enough station and they could generate enough ad revenue that that bullshit that's going to cover your bill. But that's a lot of them was charging that, um, that kind of money. What's a pretty good size Well, I have a nephew who is doing um, a podcast, mm-hmm. or, or a, I don't know if it's a, I guess it's a podcast, it's online, and he's, it, it's about gaming, you know, about, um, you know, I'm talking about, like, mm-hmm. Where they, you know, the, 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 I, I'm really ignorant about this, but yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Right? Yeah. And so this kid goes on, and he does it every week. He's a, he's a high school teacher. Right. But he goes on, and he plays a game, and everybody can watch him playing it. And he's commenting on it at the same time. <laughs> and running running this whole, you know, oh, yep. this is when you do this, or this is blah, blah, blah. And everybody's listening to him, and they can... They can send him an IM or send him a right. you know a message, and he can read that and he can respond to it, and he can talk. Well, he's getting money from 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 Google. They're placing ads on his site, wow. and he gets money from Google, and he didn't have to do anything. They contacted him. Wow. They saw how many hits he was getting. Yep. And they started placing ads. You know, in yep. his stuff, and he gets a check. That's nice. And that's that's with that's one of the places it's going to go. Sure. I saw that at um, Bob Olson that interview I did about the forty-one stuff. Mm-hmm. I got up to over one hundred and forty thousand hits. Wow. And then one night I went on to look and see where we were, and I I clicked on the show itself, and an ad came up 
before my interview started mm. uh, because Google had seen the number of hits, and so they they bought they put an ad in, and the Bob got money, I guess, for that for the ad. Sure, it's a whole new world, whole new world. I know a lot of people are trying to make income off the YouTube. That, you know, that's where they sign yep. up on YouTube and they can let YouTube run ads, and that's how they're generating income yep. now. Yep, you shoot something and put it on, and yep. hope that people like what you're doing. And yep, absolutely. And uh, and I guess you did. I'm just not. I'm just not am, as ambitious anymore. You want to be in the fun side. You, you can you, you you just need somebody to handle the business side of it because you've been there, done that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, I've done all of that, I, yeah. and uh, and I mean, I just want to, like, on Saturday mornings now, and Patricia knows, and then you guys know. I just I just go and have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about what I want to talk about. I have guests on that I find interesting, mm-hmm. and if people like it, then they can join me, and if not, they can punch the button. Mm-hmm. You know. And and most of the time, people seem to like what I what I offer them, what I bring to them. That's good. I've been very lucky. Yeah. So I'm not. But it, but I'm telling you, I've never seen it. And Walden, you know, I have never seen so many changes in in the time that I've just been in broadcast. Yeah. The time I was a kid. Yeah. Like the lightning, all of a sudden, around I don't know, maybe. 15 years ago, 20 years yep. ago, whew, everything started going like nuts. And change, 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 look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, we're adding this, look, look, look. Oh my Lord, it's like being a yep. Chinese fire drill. Unbelievable. And and it's still growing. Well, always something new. Sure, sure. It will be and fun to see what the next yeah. 10 years looks like. Say that again. Well, it will be fun to see what the next 10 years looks like in terms of... Well, yeah, and, and, and now they've got their handle on technology, it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. You're not going to need any stuff. You're just going to have to think about it, and you'll be on air. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have to do anything. It's going to be amazing. That is true. So, well, listen, boys and girls, my mother's calling All me. All righty, have, oh. be- <laughs> have fun. Have fun taking a nap. And we'll talk to you next week or the week after or whenever you're free. Yeah, well, I just like to check in every once in a while. Thank you, Chip. You guys are my favorite guys. Thank you, Dave. So, so thanks a lot for everything. And uh, don't forget to give my friend Jim a call. I now. will. I've sent him an email this week already, so I will okay, give. Okay, great. So I've great. done that, and so right. I yep. figured this week I'm going to have no time to call. And yes. Thank you very much, honey. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm glad you call in. I really appreciate that. Well, I mean, we, uh, yeah, I like spending time with you, but I, I'm all hepped up when I first call, and then I start to come down, <laughs> and now I'm ready to sleep. But um, I just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you. Thank you, Dave. You don't need to have Walden's permission. You can call any Saturday you want. Or the 22nd, okay? You have a good weekend, what's left of it. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, what a guy. Dave Kane, everybody. 714-545-2071 is our number. Dave's on every Saturday morning from 9 to noon Eastern Time. 
WRMP, if I recall the station colors, and covers that Massachusetts, Rhode Island area. And stuff like that there. That's right. 714-545-2071. Jim called last night and said, I don't think I'm going to be ready with a book report, so he's not going to do a book report tonight. But, Jim, you can get calls without a book report. That's up to you. We always love hearing you. It's nice to know that Jim's got a Wi-Fi radio, so he's listening to us, everybody. So that's always good. And, uh, and stuff like that there. And stuff like that there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. So if nobody's going to call in, what are we going to do? Should we play a firm game, Molly? Oh, can we do that? Yeah, why don't we do that? So we'll play And a- then come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll do that, everybody. We're going to play a firm game, Molly show. So I will put what the one? phone there. Well, why don't we play for the St. Patrick's Day show that Larry found for yesterday? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So let's do that. So with that, my dear, I will call you back in uh, 30 minutes or so. Okay. And if you fall asleep, I'll wake you up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be fine for the amount of sleep I got this week. Oh, I my. Know. I think I was sick. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Okay, I'll be here. All right, my dear. Talk to you in a little bit. Bye-bye. Unknown function call to forge six authorized F O R G E six A U T H O R I Z E D scripts operating in demo mode. You have approximately ten minutes remaining for a full version. Visit snowmanradio.com. Script load error dialog. Error the file C program data freedom scientific JAWS 17.0 scripts and snowforge60.jsp could not be opened. OK button. Dear Lord, thank you for the wonderful opportunity that we have in the country. Bless our families, the people we love, the people we know. Look after the needy, the poor, and the hungry. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right. Knocking on the phone. All right, they put a little pericoma while I'm trying to get Reverend McGee and Molly going. She was last seen 
hiding out in someone's arms. He knew nothing of the danger in her charms. A jury may find her guilty, but I'd forgive her if I could see a signed confession that she's repented. He wanted no one but me. Someone who kissed me and held me closely, then stole my heart. Wanted someone I trusted, who gave no warning that we'd ever part. She was last seen hiding out in someone's arms. find her guilty, but I'd forgive her if I could see a signed confession that she's repented and really wanted no said I loved you as I should have done. I never told you, darling, you're the only one. Will I go on regretting now my whole life through the things I didn't do? I never held my arms around afraid, afraid to get burned in a one-way romance. So now I'm alone, too late I have learned I never gave love a chance. But if there is 
gladly spend my life just making up to you the things I Gladly spend my life just making up to 